Shortly before Janmashtami, I gave a short talk, which was not spiritual per se, but practical, saying that the government of Tamil Nadu, the local state government, had allowed temples to be open, and thus we were expecting many visitors at Janmashtami, but that anyway we were closing it up because of the we weren't going to open the temple because of coronavirus. I'm talking from Salem in Tamil Nadu. What actually happened was it seems the, the rule for temples was just for tiny little temples, not for a big temple like this. And on Jamashtami Day, we had the gates closed. And even though apparently hundreds of people were coming and trying to come in, but there was a, a police posted outside to stop them coming in. So we had a very different kind of Janmashtami celebration here instead of the usual huge crowds just inside the gates all of us who were inside we were celebrating in a uh, pe relatively peaceful way after posting that explaining that was why we were not opening for Janmashtami I got a mail from a concerned devotee saying that actually this whole coronavirus thing is, is a hoax. It's uh, just a regular flu and the mafia are promoting its severity because they have some purpose in doing so. Well, I hadn't heard that one before. I'd heard other conspiracy theories that there's no such thing as coronavirus. I don't hear that much nowadays different governments and secret societies are promoting it and this and that. Uh, as with other conspiracy theories, it's hard to know whether it's true or not. Of course you could say that if, if some people say that it's not any worse than flu, well even some doctors are saying that. So it, it, it may not be a conspiracy, that may not be a conspiracy theory, that's just a difference of opinion between different experts, because some doctors say it is very serious, and some say it's not very serious, and, and we wonder how expert the experts are. But this idea that it's promoted by the mafia, how can we know? People may bring what they consider to be irref irrefutable evidence, but uh, irrefutable, well, we don't know. It's just, some people are convinced that lizards from outer space have intermingled with the present population of the world. Maybe it's true. I can't disprove it. I don't believe it, but I can't disprove it. It's with cons that's the way conspiracy theories are. They might sound as if they're very, uh, as if they're true, but you just don't know. You don't know, you don't know. I tend to be skeptical about all these things. Although one instance of a, what, could have been called a conspiracy theory until it became 
accepted as a fact is that the erstwhile governments of the United States of America and the United Kingdom, they trumped up, they forged or they, they imagined some evidence of weapons of mass destruction in Iraq as an excuse to invade that country. Now that's really high level conspiracy that has been exposed. Not that it makes the slightest bit of difference to anything anyway. So even if it is exposed, what are you gonna do about it? If somehow or other there is evidence that actually lizards from outer space have infiltrated human society, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> It may or may not be true, and even if it's true, what difference is it going to make to your life? Just to underline how important our International Society for Krishna Consciousness is, we also have conspiracy theories. For instance, some people say that the founder of this society has been poisoned, and they bring so much evidence, to apparent evidence, to support that. And then uh, someone takes the trouble to go through the points point by point and show how they're not true, actually. And people tend to believe what they want to believe. Uh, different theories float around within Ariscon also. Uh, and in the out beyond our International Society for Krishna Consciousness, there are people who believe that this earth that we are living on is actually flat. It's not a globe. And within ISKCON, there, there are some who propose that also. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's a lot to put your attention into to try and understand whether it's round or whether it's flat. I'll chant Hare Krishna. And do what I have to do to try and get out of this miserable material world. It is a, an important point, considering that our devotees are building a, or are supposed to be building a Vedic planetarium, so it is important, but let, let people who have put their mind and attention, let them uh, try to understand all these things. Um, coronavirus. Is it deadly, dangerous? Is it being exaggerated? What's going on? Well, one doctor told me that here in India, the, the figures are being exaggerated. He's a doctor. Um, but then another doctor, from both of them from Salem, told us independently that it is spreading in here in Salem. And just the other day, a 38-year-old man <clears throat> with no comorbid symptoms died of coronavirus. So you can say that, well, it's just another flu, but, and it may be, but people are dying from it, unless all the media reports are wrong in some parts of the world. People have been dying in huge numbers in, in New York City, maybe it's died down there now, in northern Italy. Uh, and according to 
according to all media, no, sorry, according to some doctors, they fear that there may be long-term complications even for people who have recovered from it. So again, my point that I made when I gave that little four-minute reasoning why we were closing the temple here for Janmashtami, why take the risk? It's, it's not my life would be at risk, <laughs> but others also. We do have devotees here in our community. Uh, one of them is a diabetes patient. One of them is very heavy. You could say overweight, but that's the way his body is. And what to speak of, we have children here, young boys from about 14 years up who are living with us and studying. And we couldn't forgive ourselves if they were to contract this and pass away. Why? So why take the risk? That's our point. It's, it's a very, it, it, it's something we don't know. It, it may be, uh, <coughs> it may be true that it's just a hoax. It may, it may not be true, but all signs are that it is true. And uh, I can't be bothered whether the earth's flat or round, personally, in my own day-to-day -day life, it's not something I lie awake thinking about or whether there's a Jewish conspiracy to take over the world. I've been hearing that since I was a kid. And if they were going to do it, they think they should have done it by now. Some say they're doing it, but I, I don't know. Why bother my head? There are so many things. Anyway, the world is such a mess as it is. Even even if all these conspiracies are not true, probably some of them are true. Who knows? I don't know. But uh, this, the world situation is bad enough as it is, even if all these conspiracies aren't true. If you see the, the, the political machinations and the hatred among people and distrust, fighting, violence, and what... And the ever-present miseries of birth, death, old age, and disease. There, there are bad things, very bad things that we can see and we can be clear and we know about. So why should I bother my head in worrying about whether there are some lizards invading or Jewish takeover or this or that or something else? Things are bad enough as it is. Uh, of course, I don't. I'm saying about coronavirus, we should be cautious, but leaders in different places, I'm talking about leaders within our risk, they'll have to make their own decisions based on the situation and based on the what the law allows. They'll have to make their own decision. In, in places where there, there's no lockdown and people are moving around freely and going to work and doing their business, then uh, the ISKCON leaders, they may decide, okay, let's go out and do our book distribution. Let's go and do public Harinam Sankirtan. You have to make the decision. If, if the situation seems clear enough, I'm not advocating or mandating that all these activities stop forever. But we should see everything through the eye of Shastra, very practically also. We have to apply practically. Uh, the, the kind of gatherings we get at Indian religious meetings, very packed, no room to move. Uh, so it, 
that there is likely there will be contagion. The, f the first major contagion here in India came from a, a Muslim group who defied the the uh, the legal restrictions and all came together and then they all went all over the country and spread it all over the country. So we should see through the eye of scripture that this material world is dangerous. Coronavirus, no coronavirus. There's always some danger. Padam, padam, yadvipadam, natayisham. And we take shelter of Krishna. Abhaya charanaravindare. We take shelter at the lotus feet of Krishna. But at the same time, we should use our God-given intelligence and not place ourselves or others in unnecessary danger considering that we have to use these bodies to serve Krishna. As far as coronavirus being a, being a hoax, it seems it's more of a hoax to call it a hoax because something is going on which, uh, which is killing many, many people. But in another sense, to be overly concerned with it is a hoax. We're being hoaxed because the whole material world is a place of misery. The whole of material existence is, is, is a hoax by which we think that we'll be happy in this world. Oh, only just if coronavirus dies down, then we can be happy again. But we weren't happy before. So the idea that well, we'll just remove this obstacle and that obstacle and then everything will be nice, that is a great illusion. It's to, to get overly concerned about one particular aspect of the material energy when the whole material energy is crushing us life after life and we divert our attention so much to this pandemic. Yes, we should be careful. Yes, we should take necessary precautions. But no, we shouldn't think that this is the most outstanding thing. This is something really unusual and horrible. There are so many unusual and horrible things. Ask people in Syria, for instance, uh, how wonderful their life was before coronavirus hit. First World War, Second World War. People lived through the... It was a, a horrible situation, and they were thinking that this is this is the, the worst thing that ever happened. But we're experiencing life after life after life, so many horrible things. Just, uh, you can see, it's a, a common thing here in India, if you have a light on in a room and you have the netting to stop all kinds of living beings coming in, little insects, you can see if you have a light on in the room and after, after dark, then so many moths congregate on the netting outside trying to come in. And who congregates there also? The lizards, who like little lizards who like to eat flies. And very often you'll see they catch a moth and they start to swallow it. And, and the moth is alive, being eaten alive. That's horrible. We, we just, what we know, we just see it every day. 
don't care. <laughs> and how horrible that is for the mass. It's also a living being. Suffering is everywhere. The idea that this pandemic has grossly increased suffering, that is a hoax. Just listen. There's a lizard. <laughs> Lizards listening in. It's said that if, if you hear that sound, ch -ch 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 -ch, when you say something, the lizard ag is agreeing with you. It's confirming it. The lizard is causing suffering to the moths. Jivo jivasya jivanam. One living being lives on another. And some other living being will come and eat the lizard. So the lizard is simultaneously causing fear to other living beings who are smaller than him and is afraid of other living beings who want to eat him. They call it the food chain. Who's at the top of the food chain? We're all being eaten by the illusory energy of Krishna. As long as we forget Krishna, we have to suffer in this material world. This knowledge we should get from studying Bhagavad Gita as it is, Srimad Bhagavatam, even just opening our eyes and being a little cool-headed, we can understand this place is a place of misery. So let us be free from the hoax of considering that coronavirus is the worst ever thing that happened. Let us be free from the hoax of thinking that we can be happy if we just adjust our situation in the material world. This world is designed dukhalayam. It's designed as a place of misery. We who are very busy trying to enjoy this world, we don't like to hear it. We say it's pessimistic. It's realistic. This world is full of suffering. We are not meant for suffering. We are meant for bliss. But for bliss, we have to come out of the illusion of trying to enjoy this material world and come to the reality that we are meant for bliss. We are meant for bliss. Where is bliss? Not in this world. Bliss is at the lotus feet of the supremely blissful, eternally blissful, never suffering from coronavirus or any other disease, Supreme Personality of Godhead, Sri Krishna. This we need to know. Everything else is a hoax. So we should be disturbed. We should be disturbed, not so much by coronavirus per se, but by the very fact that we've been hoaxed life after life after life into thinking that we can be happy in this material world. We should be disturbed by the fact that we are suffering life after life and make a solution to that. The solution is at the lotus feet of Krishna. Hare Krishna! Vanta kalpa tarubhyas chakripa sindhubi evachapatita nam pavane pyo vaishnave Dante nithaya trinakang padayane patya kritvacha kakushatame tataham bravimi He sadava sakala eva vihaya durat chaitanya chandra charne kuruta